Another week has gone by, and that makes us here again a week later and on a beautiful sunny day as he made better because the Vikings won their first game. Finally. It wasn't looking good for the home team for a while. It was like, oh, no, don't do this to us again. Right? But they did, and they, well, they did it. And they, they came back, and they won, and they hung on, and so good, 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 good. And we can actually chalk up one in the right side of the columns. So <laughs> <laughs> that is always a good feeling right, with that. So how the heck are you this week, Hope? I'm pretty good. How are you? Well, good. Anything intriguing happened this week at all? Um, I started a new full-time job, so oh, I'm did? no longer furloughed. So oh, I survived yay. my first week. Oh, yay. <laughs> so that is the good news in so, my world. But what are we doing? Um, I'm working for a beverage distributor okay. and kind of like a merchandiser sales trainee role. Oh, okay. Yes. Cool, cool, so, cool, cool. Boy, that's a total different... I w- I, it's still you- hospitality, but I'm out of um, the hotel industry yeah. is going to be changing yes, and take. things were changing on my end. So yeah. it was perfect timing. So oh, I'm really nice. excited. Oh, good. Gravy. Yes. There you go. So you did. This was your very first week. Then? Yep. I survived my first week. Yay. I'll be back tomorrow. All right. All right. <laughs> is it close to your, Is it a long drive? Where do you? Uh, I will be driving. It's because I go to all our other retail locations. Oh, I see. So, okay. yes. Well, I'll be dating. Well, congratulations. Well, thank you. I didn't know that that was up. That was my big news. I think I was furloughed for six months or the the end of March. So if it's that, it's been a long time. Wow. Yeah. And many people are in the same boat. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And hoping that they can at least get an extension to the end of the year. But, you know, it is what it is. We just got to roll with the punch because we never know what's coming. I know. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that you got a a new job. And, well, geez, I hope you're not going to be quit weekends. Thanks for... No, I'll still hang on for a little bit longer, at least. Please do that. I'm happy, the yeah, I'm happy to be here. So good, good, good. We're happy to have you here. So. Thank you. Good, good. Yeah, it was nothing eventful this week. Uh, I put my 73 T bird up for sale. And, you know, she's kind of sat a little bit too long. I'm kicking myself in the butt for not. You know, when you got old cars, you got to almost be a motorhead because you're always tweaking them. And the people that I had that was helping me, you know, keep her roadworthy and sure. moving, moving along, like if the carburetor was acting up or whatever. But they got busy in their own, you know, because um, they work on real cars. <laughs> <laughs> and so it used until their businesses took off, I could just pull in and go, okay, you know, this is what's going on. Yeah, and, help and, me and, out. Yeah. And so, like I said, so long story short, I, I was remiss. And so, so I've gotten quite a few... Uh, People that are have, you know, I put it on whatever you call it. Did you do marketplace? Facebook marketplace. Yeah. yeah. And so I got a lot of it, but the whole thing is, is I, I got inundated. I did not. I expected like you know a couple, and I bet you I've had thirty five. Wow. Oh, yeah, I know it. And but it's just like, but but but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, are you overwhelmed by oh, all the yeah. offers? Just, you know, <laughs> is it still available? Still available? Well, uh, you know, there's two people that you know. One person was supposed to come today, but now it's going to come tomorrow. And so I just kind of set, picked out three, you know, did the three and said, okay, if he doesn't want it, then you can look at it. And if you don't want it, then I just, I can't look. That's, I just got to kind of. That's a lot. Oh, I know. I just got to, yeah. But so. that's exciting that people are interested. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a oh, double-edged sword because Grandma Shirley gave it to me. Okay. And so, uh. 
you know, and I put it together and, and saved it for quite a few years, for about 12 years. And, but like I said, then all of a sudden it just more, you know, the older she got, the more things that needed to be tweaked. Sure. And so then I just kind of got frustrated and I just kind of let her sit, which is wrong. You don't do that to an old car. You know, I should have sold her a couple years ago. Okay. But now, but anyway, so yeah. So, but it's, as I'm cleaning it out, my heart is just sad. Oh. So I hear I'm talking to the dang car going, I'm so sorry I let you down. <laughs> oh. But oh well, you know, it's another bump in the road. So we'll get through this. We always do, right? They will find a new home. Yep. And then, the fall colors around your place. Did uh, the leaves like go flying the other day when it was so windy? Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's just nuts. But yeah, the the this I think would be is the last weekend at least around us as far as because there's just now the winds between the winds. Sure. And the colors, yeah. So and then last night we did. We got a light to freeze last night. It took out my coleus and did my you get impatience. a frost? Yeah. 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 So, so it's like, oh well, now I don't water them. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I don't have to water them. Next year, we'll start again next year. Yep. So that's always nice. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you all got some good questions for me today. I greatly appreciate it. You know, you are the show, so I, all your calls are dearly welcome. So if you got a got a question for me, it's me and Hope here today. So you can give a holler at 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Now, <clears throat> one thing, you know, uh, with the COVID and everything, everybody is so... Uh, sanitize happy <laughs> and it, rightfully so but uh one thing that I, I it came to mind because i got a couple calls on this i first of all can you put sanitizer on your dog or your cat you know to to you know keep them from getting COVID or you know passing it on or whatever type thing no don't be doing no sanitizer on your dogs or your cats. Just if you are worried about your dogs and cats, because like one person said, well, I was out and about and somebody wanted to pet my dog. And when I let them pet my dog, well, then I got to thinking what happened to the guy, you know, on their hands. And so, they, you know, I was just kind of like, okay, first of all, if you're really worried about that many germs like that, don't have people pet your pet. Right. You just say thank you. But, you know, not right now. So right? is it confirmed that it can spread through pets no you you can't it okay can't. that's the thing but there's some people are worried worry. yeah okay. but people are still worried about right that. okay so i mean anything's possible but not probable okay <laughs> so anyway but so a lot of people are trying to sanitize their pets and, and and then what you don't also realize is that just doing it in your home you know how many all the cleaning project products that you have in your house are basically chemicals right you know whereas if you're bleaching uh, or scrubbing this is a lot because myself i just use vinegar and water i don't use any anything that's got chemicals in it but also what's happening though because everybody wants to be sanitized and and such like that they're not thinking or then you know that that puts a more toxic into your environment you're smelling that bleach you're smelling those products you're absorbing you know your dog and your cat are walking let's say you did you know put some stuff on your um a lot of now when i shampoo my carpets Okay, I do it myself. I just use hot water and vinegar. And so a lot of people use, you know, chemicals. And then now the dogs and the cats have to walk through it and sleep in it and stuff like that. And and just because your pet doesn't get sick right now, you think, well, it's no problem. But see, what's happening, too, is that I think a lot of people are toxifying now. The windows are starting to close because it's getting colder. Yes. And so what happens is all these fumes from all these chemicals, the dog's nose are... um, 
you know, they can smell over 300 times better than we can. <laughs> and so uh, so that you got to really pay attention when you've got pets on what you're doing to the air quality and what you're doing to the surfaces uh, that's in your house that you, you and your pet have to live in. And t- truth be told, uh, soap and water is, you know, the best thing just to, to clean. But if you feel like you got to give your pet a bath, you know, there's, what is it called, Espanol. It is a really good uh, pet product for both dogs and cats to uh, to clean them okay if you feel that you have to give your dog a bath or a cat well me i wish you luck giving the cat a bath because <laughs> if you don't do it right you Ooh. will wear some clo- serious Ooh. cloths <laughs> can be done if you know what you're doing i've done it many times but i know how to do it so the th- but the whole thing is is that like i said most of the household cleaning product contain a lot of chemicals and some people are the mindset if you doesn't smell clean like you don't smell the pine saw or the the bleach okay. or whatever that you it ain't clean <laughs> and there's so many natural things you know and, and then, yes you know like uh what are those those cloths I, all of a sudden it just went out of my brain the cloths that you don't need any chemicals is basically just water um i'm not sure if i'm is it familiar wicked? is it not wicked familiar with those uh, i can't Let me think see of it yeah, they're, they're it's a my girlfriend uses them. She cleans his house and stuff like that because she tries to minimize any chemicals that she she absorbs. And like, if you're using you know rubber gloves to do your cleaning, then you know what your pet, your cat, and your dog can't have rubber gloves on. So then, why do you expect them to walk in it, lay in it, and smell it? So that's why you've got to be really, really you know uh, you know uh, uh, thoughtful here uh, of the big picture. And so that's why, like I say, if you're just going to, if you're going to want to give your dog a bath, just use a gentle shampoo. Don't use your own because the pH difference is different between our hair and the dog's hair. And then, um, and then also too, like the cleaning routine, uh, you know, dust, vacuum, but use, there's so many things that you can do naturally instead of like polishing your furniture, you know, with the end dust and stuff like that. There's uh, you can make, there's a polishing thing that you can make with, uh, olive oil. I'm sure if you go online and find more natural ways of doing things that you can get things better. But like I said, I was really surprised at this one gal that she was just literally uh, almost struck that all of a sudden somebody petted her dog and what happens if they are carrying COVID. And so, like I said, it, you've got to, you know, use some common sense, you know, because the, the cleaning agents and most things are bleach, ammonia, you know, chlorine um, and uh, formaldehyde, all which have been potentially har- harmful, you know, to the us and the pets. And so that's why uh, some of the ingestions, uh, you know, if they do, the d- dog or the cat gets it in them, it, you know, they can vomit, diarrhea, lethargy, seizures, coma, and severe cases, even death if they get into some of these uh, major chemicals. So stop and think and smell if you're co- if it doesn't smell. Uh, like I said, smell, I'd rather smell vinegar <laughs> and I even wash my clothes. I put a little bit of vinegar with my, when I wash the, the clothes and the laundry, you use a fraction. If you use white vinegar, like, you know, like a quarter cup to a, a load, you use half the soap because it really just jacks up the soap in there and then it doesn't leave the soap residue either in your clothes. Okay. I've never you know heard of vinegar for washing clothes oh, but yeah. definitely as a natural thing to use for just yeah, cleaning no, your house i put it in the clothes yeah i'm a okay. big vinegar person here. <laughs> <clears throat> i mean, like i say that's how i wash my carpets i put vinegar in the water i don't put any shampoo and then i learned from the vacuum cleaner guy because 
Oh, I can't remember something. It wasn't sucking. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. How bringing up the water? Well, I could put the water would go down, but it wouldn't pull the water up. But anyway, yes. What? We, we have to run to break. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm, I'm, well, you're waving at me. <laughs> but anyway, one thing that the vacuum guy told me about the that the home in home. Uh, shampoo, carpenter type things. Don't use detergent in them. Use vinegar because the detergent clogs up in the lines and then you've got a lot of problems. And mine just what it was is the line was disconnected. So so anyway, so that's why you're better off to use just the vinegar in the water and not the shampoo. Okay, when we come back, we're going to discuss the heritage of a poodle. Where do the poodles come from and how do they get the name? We'll be back. Born a fork stuck in the road. All right. Hey, thanks for hey, sharing your afternoon with me. Hey, we got open lines. Give a holler. 651-641-1071. If you got a question for me, be bring it on. All right. 651-641-1071. Okay, the poodle. You're familiar with the poodle, that which they are breeding everything. Labadoodles. Uh, correct. Yes, that is so true. Bernadoodles, sheep poos <laughs> Can't keep up. Uh, Springadoos. Uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. Okay? So crossing something and, and, with a poodle. Oh, yeah. And, you know, but I'm but the standard poodle is the original. Okay. Then they bred them, you know, uh, down to uh, to be a miniature poodle and a toy poodle. Oh, yes. And then also there is now what I have, my Ethel is a what would be called a teacup poodle because she's only three pounds. But oh. that's not recognized. Only in the in the in the animal world, it's a standard poodle, a miniature, and the toy. toy. Those are the only three. I would that, have thought she was a toy poodle. Yeah, no, uh, she's called a teacup because she's only three pounds. <laughs> but anyway, but that there is no such thing in they you know, that never got acknowledged. Sure. Anyway. Okay. Okay, but now what people don't realize is that the poodle, standard poodle, was an original hunting dog. And a lot most dogs in their liturgy have of uh, poodle back there. Okay, it was original hunting dog, and then you know how you saw the big poofs on the hips and stuff like that. You know how some they got shaved down a little bit. Yep. The purpose of having the poofs on their butt or on their hips was to. Uh, insulate the hips so when they were doing their waterfowl, you know, I mean, going out and getting the ducks and stuff like that, that it kept their joints warm. All right. Okay. But then somebody decided to go a little bit further <laughs> and started giving them a really goofy cut all the way around because they didn't want the full coat in the field because it gets all snarled up with stickers and burrs oh, and coppers and stuff. <laughs> so that's why they just try to keep the, the the fur on the or on the hips to keep the joints insulated so they didn't get arthritis. But the big thing is is that um, with the the standard poodle they can't decide if it came from france or germany but the name must be german origin because some suggest that poodle derived from the word pudel p-u-d-e-l in germany okay and it's a word for paddle or to paddle i should say to paddle and so that's why they're and that's a reference to the dog's waterfowl hunting type thing so they were thinking that it probably was germany is what came from Germany, but they kind of go back and forth if it's a France dog or a German dog. But in German, poodle, like it could be derived from the the word um, German word P U D E L. And standard poodles are so smart. And one thing that they they um it is also is that they are very clever. They're smart and they're clever. It's a two different oh. thing. Okay, <laughs> two different thing. And believe it or not, they are very willful because they're so smart. They're going to test you if you really mean mean what you say. <laughs> and so that's why anybody gets poodles. You do well to start training them immediately. But you know, when somebody's got the miniature and the toys, like oh, they're so cute. Yeah, and they kind of become arm candy. And it's just kind of like uh, no, they just make that dog think. 
because, like I said, they are so smart and they catch on to things so easy. And they, they like to, uh, like, they do tricks great, brain teasers great, you know, obedience great. Yeah, but, and then, like, see, I don't have my ethyl trimmed in a foo-foo way. <laughs> you know, she's just got a regular cut, solid cut, you know, type thing. I don't like the poo-foo cut. So, anyway. But anyway, okay, give out, guys. We got open line, 651 641 1071. Now, we were talking earlier about, you know, cleaning in your, in your, in your house. Try to get away from chemicals. You know, for kitchens and bathrooms, you know, and disinfecting the kitchen and the bathroom, uh, you could dust with baking soda and then wipe with a moist cloth or sponge. Or for touch, real, real tough grime, um, add some salt and then scrub away. Okay, so that's a natural way to, uh, to clean, you know, kitchens and bathrooms. To tackle grease and mildew and other stains, spray the area with either lemon juice or water. And then let it sit for a few minutes and then scrub with a stiff cleaning brush. Okay, and if you need to disinfect a surface, uh, one way you can do it is a mixture of two cups water to three tablespoons of liquid soap and about 25 drops of tea tree oil, which is a natural antibiotic or not a bad, you know, and I germ thing okay but anyway bare floors if you have wood floors ceramic linoleum or vinyl flooring you can use a vinegar and water solution instead of a chemical floor cleaner and since pets are so low to the ground this is especially important okay uh try doing um one cup of vinegar to one gallon of warm water to mop the floor Okay, one cup vinegar to one gallon of warm water to mop the floor. And that's for wood, ceramic, linoleum, or vinyl flooring. And uh, the, there's no need to saturate the floor, you know, when you're mopping. So go easy and let the vinegar and the water moisture do all the work. Uh, also, too, if you want it to, if it doesn't, if it looks kind of dull and you want it to shine, what you can do is you can uh, put a club, straight club soda to add a nice shine. Put straight club soda on your floor, right? And so that's why, it's like I said, there's a lot of nice things you can do without, and like I said, being that we're closing the windows now, <laughs> you know, where you can let the air, you know, air. Exactly, you but know, now. Things, <laughs> yeah, but so that's why it's, it's really so, uh, listen, to remove a stain on your vinyl floor, dip a clean cloth in full strength lemon juice and rub it into the stain. All right, then polishing wood furniture. Uh, what you could do is, uh, you know, because those sprays, well, sometimes they make me gag. What you could do is try a mixture of oil, olive oil, and lemon juice. You use two parts olive oil to one part lemon juice and apply it to your furniture with a soft cloth and then do a final polish with a second clean cloth. And so that's why you can, uh, there's so much things that you can do naturally. So please try to nix the chemicals, you know, in or on us. I'm a huge one on that. And now our environment and what we make our pets, you know, live in. And so we got to look at the big picture here, especially with two-legged little kids, grandkids and such like that. You know, they're on the floor. They're right, you know, so what chemicals do you have where and when? And there's a lot e lot uh, easier things for you to do. So anyway, so I greatly appreciate you. Write it on down and try to do things. Remember, no chemicals in or on. So where are we at there, Hope? Okay, we do have a couple minutes, but we can get a caller, but we'll have to wrap up. Okay. So we have Kara, and she has a new puppy, but the puppy is jumping and going to the bathroom on the furniture. On the furniture? <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Hi, Kara. How you doing? Hi. Good. How about you? Good, good. What kind of pup do you got? Uh, she's a golden retriever. Okay. How old? Um, she was born in May. May? June, July, mm -hmm. August, September, October. So five months? Yeah. So, and we had a 
golden retriever before, and she was wonderful. Just potty trained right away, and uh, this potty, this puppy, it, she will jump up on the leather couch to go potty. She'll jump up on a chair and try to go potty. Really? She jumps up, yes. Ah, now, how long have you had her? Since eight weeks, or what? Um, we got her in July. Okay. So, just a couple months. Okay. Because that's... Uh, now... Because you had another one. Now, do you have any kids in the in the family? We do. We have teenagers. Okay. We have a cat and another and a Yorkie. And a Yorkie. Okay. Uh, because the big thing is here that if you're at this age, if you're still having potty training problems, somehow you haven't relayed what potty is called and where to put it. And so now, are you trying to do the bell thing or anything like that? Yeah, she didn't get the bell. Um, she's doing a, a nice job now. It, it took her a long time, but it, she's doing a nice job now of walking to the door and then looking back. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's taken her a long time to learn. Okay, well, why don't you hold on a second? We'll get we'll get into the meat of this, okay? Okay, okay. hold on. Don't hang up. What plays music in your hair? What plays music in your hair? We'll be right back. Hot diggity dog diggity. All right. Hopefully you're bobbing your head along with that one. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Okay. What plays music in your hair? What plays music in your hair? I don't know if I these want are, to know. These are <laughs> these are dumb dad jokes. Kind oh, of like, okay. these are dad jokes. Okay. 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 Just tell me. A head band. A head band. Good one. That's what plays music in your hair. <laughs> a headband. All right. Ding, 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 ding. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Let's head back to Kara. Hey, Kara, you with us? I am. Okay. Now, um, uh, the the belly ringing thing, I don't advocate that. And the reason is, is because of the reason it's another step in trying to get them uh, to go potty train, to go potty, right? And with potty is hard enough as it is to, to try to ring a bell on top of it. And I'm sure a lot of people are shaking their head that have done this. What happens is that the dog learns that if he rings that bell, the door opens. Okay, you get tired. He just came in and you turned around and rang the bell again. And so then you got to answer it and do it again. And so pretty soon he gets so ticked off, you know, because they keep ringing the bell. You know, they don't, they just came in. They take the bells away and you forget to put them back and then guess what yeah. uh, now they got to go and there's no bells and so basically i try to get everybody to understand teach the dog what it's called and where to put it and so what you get the rule of thumb in minnesota number one you are never outside longer with the dog for potty longer than two minutes because when winter hits you don't want to be standing out there any longer than you have to and if you stand out there too long you create a putzer so what this is what the, what she, it's going to sound like she doesn't understand what potty is called and where to put it so you bring her to the potty area and make sure it's conducive to uh, drifts. Don't put her in the back 40. You know, when the winter when winter gets here, you have to go through all that. So anyway, so you go to the potty area, put her on a 15-foot line or a 20-foot line, stand still. Tell her what you want. Go potty, go potty, or get busy, get busy. And then when she does go, just calmly go, good potty, very nice, good potty. Do not say good girl. Do not give a treat. Because then they learn, when, first of all, when you say good girl, that puts their head in recess. Like, they, oh, I'm a good dog. I'm a good dog, and they forget what they're out there for, okay? And then if you give okay. them a treat, then they quick splash and race back to get that treat. They're not done yet, all right? So what you want them to do is concentrate on the word potty or go busy or whatever word you want to use. So the maximum time, for let's say first thing in the morning, you take them out to the potty area, 
Stand still, go potty, go potty. And then when the dog does go potty, very calmly, good potty. Thank you, good potty. Two minutes is up, and now in the morning, you should always get a piddle and a doo-doo. Okay, two minutes is up, you only got a piddle, so then you bring her back in, and you wait about a minute or two, keep her on the leash with you, Wait, take her back out, try it again, go potty, go potty, or get busy, get busy. It's still no doo-doo, because remember, this is the first thing in the morning, bring her back in, put her in the kennel, feed her. All right, then 10 minutes after she gets done eating, just wait, and then take her outside to go potty, and 10 to 1, you'll get a, a doo-doo, because what goes in the front door, something's got to come out the back door, all right? <laughs> and so that's why what you're going to do is you take her out to the potty area, staying still, don't move, just like a, a mellow chant, go potty, go potty, or get busy, get busy, and then, like I say, when she does go, good potty, very nice. Now, um, are you using a kennel? I am, yeah. Good, okay. Because that's the thing is, you're, if you're, you're having trouble with her going potty on the furniture, uh, it was very strange to me. Has she been, t- uh, how often does she do that? Um, I, Not every day, but enough that it's getting bothersome. Okay. I, I would say, you know, if we're sitting in the living room, she'll hop up on the couch and try to go potty. And we'll grab her, like, no potty outside okay. and keep her outside. Or if she's downstairs with the kids. There's a big, like, seven-foot beanbag chair, and she'll hop up and she'll go potty on that, or she'll do doo-doo on that one. And, oh, wow. and so I is just, it mostly pee? It. Is it mostly pee? Mostly pee okay. uh, if she wants to go upstairs, like, on the leather couches. But okay. downstairs, like I said, on that beanbag, we just had to throw it away because she was she went poopy on it. Yeah. First we had to cut off the cover, and then we... You put a new one on, and then she went again, so I just threw it away. Yeah, I don't know what it is about beanbag. Uh, dogs and cats love to go potty on beanbag chairs. But anyway, huh. okay. So the thing is, is that I think it's a comfort, though. You know how like it's like, kind of like a, a cool padded toilet seat to us humans? Yeah. But yeah. it's nice and comfortable. <laughs> all right, so first of all, she has lost her right to be free in the house. From here on out, for the next two weeks, she is on a leash tied to a human. And if she doesn't okay. have, if she's not tied to a human, then she's in her kennel. Or, or she's outside, you're taking her for walks or whatever type thing. Because now what you got to do is you got to be able to, you know, teach her what potty is called, where it goes. The main time they have to go potty is first thing when they wake up in the morning, right when they wake up from a nap, right after they get done playing, and 10, 15 minutes after they get done eating and drinking. All right? And so you've okay. got to control the situation here. Have you had her tested for a bladder infection? Yeah, because she, she actually had really uh, uh, big problems with diarrhea since we've talked since we've gotten her back. Um, so she was on a rice and chicken diet, and now she's on a special dry dog food only from the vet um, for a month to see if that cures her diarrhea. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, she's. I feel like she's been tested for everything. Okay. Okay. So right away, I was. That was going to be my next question. What are you feeding her? Okay. I let me give you a huge suggestion. Uh, yeah. And I've been going through this with quite a few golden retrievers. I don't know why it's golden retrievers, but it seems to be them more more often. Is that you want to get on the NutriSource Pet Foods? You know, NutriSourcePetFoods dot com. Get the NutriSource. Like you can get the chicken if you want. Uh, the puppy large breed if you want. Okay, get the Nutrisource. Okay. Now, this is going to be the kicker. You're not going to feed it dry. What you're going to do is, I always advocate this, don't feed dry food dry. Put it in what you got. You got your, your, the food in the bowl. And then what you're going to do is you're going to put hot tap water on it till everything floats really nice. All right. And then you're going to put it aside. And you get now non-grain free, which is the Nutrisource puppy 
large breed is is not in it's not a it's a non-grain free all right it should take take about a half hour for the water to be gone and then absorbed into the nuggets all right so now what you're going to do is now flip the nuggets and make sure it's almost soft all the way to the center if it's not then put more water and wait just a little bit more and then when it's all rehydrated you flip it up put your i, I would put this dog in a probiotic on a digestive enzyme and apple organic apple cider vinegar. Uh, okay. How many pounds is she? How many pounds? Hello? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> oh gosh, I'm not sure. Okay, I, well, I would guess maybe thirty, maybe. Okay, let's just do a teaspoon of apple organic apple cider cider a day for about two weeks every day then after that maybe about two three times a week because what the apple cider vinegar does is that it has the mother in it you know whereas as a fermented product it really helps with the digestive system all right okay and so what you can do is you can mix it in now right now that you're going to start rehydrating the dog food Okay, that you can just mix it in with your dog food. Otherwise, you can mix it with canned pumpkin or just plain yogurt, a couple tablespoons, right? Okay. All the supplements. And so the probiotic in, and the digestive enzymes are two different birds, all right? They're not the same thing. And then the organic apple cider vinegar. And then, like I say, do the uh, rotate over into the Nutrisource. You don't need that expensive feed, believe me. I've, like I said, uh, for some reason, I've dealt with this this la- oh, for this last three months. I bet you I've got eight dogs. And the minute we did, we rehydrated the food and put them on the Nutrisource puppy, it was like, hello. I had one gal that was cleaning up Hershey squirts, you know, in the wee hours yeah. in the morning for like two weeks in a row and she said two days on this doing this it's now completely normal doo-doos and everything's working out great so okay so are you saying i should switch to nutrisource now and yes. dehydrate it or rehydrate yep. the vet food now no, i wouldn't I'd, I'd get off no i'd get off that stuff uh because okay. if you read the ingredients it's yeah so i'm i'm not a fan all right okay. so if you just get the lar- nutrisource large breed puppy food all right, and then like I say, just uh, put put what you, it says to feed in the bowl, and then put uh, hot tap water on it until it floats pretty nice. Put it aside. Okay, then um, you know after a half hour, check it. All the water should be gone, and then you know feel the kibble. If it's almost soft to the center, you're good to go. Just flip it and put your supplements in. And then if it feels uh, mainly like let's say it's only half, add a little bit more water so you can get it a little bit softer. And it it, okay. it it works really, really good. It really does. And so that's why, like I say, it, um, my guess is that her insides doesn't feel very good. And that's why she's having this problems. So, I, okay. uh, but th- there again, go back to though that you, she doesn't have freedom in the house. So that you can control that she's not peeing anyplace else and, del- del- you know, getting, developing, that's the word I want to say, bad habits. All right. So that's why for the next two weeks, she's tied to somebody or in the kennel or out for a walk or out playing or whatever type thing. Then the third week, you're going to let her drag the leash around, but she has to stay in the same room as you. And then the fourth week, you could just let let her drag the leash around, but she still she uh, can now have more freedom in the house and see how she does. And she can make it that that uh, full week dragging the leash and going in and out of the rooms and there's no no problems. Take the leash off. Okay. Okay. But the whole thing is, is right. that, 
that you have this diet thing and it will you'll be amazed how that you're going to start rehydrating for some reason a lot of pups and like i said the three of these dogs four of the dogs were uh golden retrievers that we were trying that's been the last month and a half two months and i'm just kind of like what is going on and so but it, it bingo it worked really really good some dogs have especially puppies have a hard time digesting that the formulated nuggets and by by softening it you know rehydrating it it's 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 like the magic cure it's uh, it's unbelievable okay. now their system can absorb it and now the things start going a lot smoother for you okay okay oh, you well got thank it, you we will try that and if you got any other questions just give me a holler here or up at katie's canines okay okay sounds okay. good thanks so good much. good luck keep us posted okay will do thank you you bet bye-bye yeah, I, I, it, it's it's really weird. Uh, all of a sudden, I've been getting kind of a rash of this, and right away the vets want to put them on, you know, uh, antibiotics, and then you know the special feed and such like that. And so, but, but you got to remember, folks, vets are the same thing as human doctors. It's diagnosed and prescribed. They don't know about good nutrition, and so that's what we got to try to do is get good nutrition, you know, into the dogs, into the pups, and with the puppies especially, folks. Let's look at the life of a pup. They're born. That's stressful. <laughs> okay. Well, then, uh, then they they uh, get weaned from mom, and now they're put on on food. That's stressful. Then they ha- then they're taken away from mom and the litter mates. All right, that's stressful. Okay, then they come to your house, and who are you, and where are you, where am I? That's stressful. Then they go to the vet and get pounded with a whole buttload of shots, and then they also are dewormed. And so there's so much stress into the pup system that some dog's system just goes kittywampus. And so that's why they need some uh, antibiotics, and not by antibiotics, they need probiotics, they need digestive enzymes, they need fermentation, you know, like the apple cider vinegar, also green. Green tripe, that's a huge thing, uh, green tripe. If you want to know more about that, uh, talk to Diane up at Four Perfect Pets in North St. Paul. She's got the corner market on selling green tripe. And you know what green tripe is? It's a fish? No? Nope, it's cowed um, digestive stuff? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. The intestines... It stinks like oh, when it's when it's when it's thawed, it stinks so bad that most people it's like oh no. But the thing is, it's the best thing in the world for dogs that are having digestive problems, such like that, or sometimes when they can't digest regular, you know, proteins and such like that, that the tripe works really, really nice. Green tripe, Google it. Green tripe for dogs. It's 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 phenomenal, is what it is. Okay, well, we got to run here. Yes. Okay. Yeah. She's like, okay. Here we go. What kind of bird is with you at every? meal what kind of bird is with you with every at every meal be back hey oh thank you for tuning in and sharing your sunday afternoon with me i greatly appreciate it me and hope right here and answer i'm here to answer and she's here i'm answering your question and she's answering your phone calls exactly (laughs) we're working as a well-oiled team right now okay what kind of bird is with you at every meal A swallow. I'm not going to get these dad jokes. We need Alexis. What kind of bird (laughs) jokes? Is uh, what kind of bird jokes? What kind of bird (laughs) is with you at every meal? A swallow. There we go. Budding ding. There we go. Uh, You know, there's signs that, uh, and heads up to anybody that's out there listening. If you are into bees, if you have beehives, I want to know your thoughts on this. One of the signs that there's going to be a long winter 
okay, is going to be is the early seclusion of bees within a hive. An early seclusion of bees within the hive. So if we, if I have any beekeepers out there, which I commend you for your service because there is no way ever. Same. I will be miles away. So I commend <laughs> you on your efforts because we need the bees. And we don't we, have the bees. we sure do. We don't have food. End of story. And so that, so if any of you guys are beekeepers out there, and have you noticed if there's an early seclusion of bees within the hive? So I want to throw that out there. So call on in, 651-641-1071. Okay, and I was going to do this this week, and I forgot. Thick hair on the nape of the cow's neck. I was going to look at my, the cows that we have. I was going to look at their hair along the neck, and I just, I, I forgot about that. So. To predict winter? Yep. For These a long other winter. predictions? Yeah, okay. Yeah, for, now, this is one that I've never seen. Pigs gathering sticks. <laughs> I've never seen that. That I don't get. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that, that's crazy uh, on that one, okay? And then the de- early departure of geese and ducks. Now, that I noticed this year. The ducks and the geese gathered, and same with the blackbird. You know, everything was gathering earlier than normal. So uh, so that the early departure of geese and ducks kind of signifies a long a winter. And I saw my first woolly uh, woolly, uh, woolly worm, and there was lots of brown or orange in the center, and the very tips were black. Okay, the very tips were blacks, And so... The whiter the brown, the milder the winter. The whiter the brown. So anyway, so in this one, it was a very long woolly, and it was like just the very tip of both ends. Otherwise, it was black, and the the middle was solid, you know, the orange. So I thought that was interesting. Okay. Are we up? Oh, nobody called in about bees? Not yet, okay. but we have Kasha, and she has a question about supplements and making homemade puppy food. Oh, there you go. Hi, Sasha. How you doing? Good, how are you, Katie? Good, good. So, what's your question? Um, I'd like to make some homemade food, and I'm wondering uh, what I can use for supplements to make sure that he is getting the best nutrition. Okay, you know what you need to do? You got a piece of paper and a pencil? Yep. You need Dr. Becker's Real Food for Healthy Dogs and Cats. Simple homemade food, okay? Real food for healthy dogs and cats by Dr. Karen Becker. That will lead you in everything that you need to know uh, and because she, she's awesome is what she is, okay? And then also, too, like I say, uh, you know, uh, probiotics, digestive enzymes, every once in a while here and there to keep their system, you know, healthy is good. And then you need the, you know, the, the good healthy fats, you know, like extra virgin coconut oil and then, um, uh, you know, fish oil, whether it's krill oil, or you can give a can of sardines a week, depending on how big your dog is or your cat, because that will give give them everything, to the, the, a lot of things they need. The big thing about, if you looked at a dog's plate, it'd be three quarters meat and a quarter, um, okay, I got three quarters, uh, no, I, okay, there we go, I got that wrong. Okay, three quarters meat, an eighth calcium and an eighth uh, veggies. That's the normal dog's plate when you're making okay. when you're putting something together, all right. And so that's that's the main name of the game on that. But that that, that real food for do- healthy dogs and cats that it was simple homemade recipe, you know, homemade food. She will really get you going on that. But yeah, so okay. just just that's a visual. Now with a cat, it's just meat. End of story. <laughs> you know. Okay. So, but see, dogs remember are omnivores, not carnivores, tetivore, technically, because they will eat what that whatever they're eating ate. You know, whether if a rabbit, it'll eat grass. You know, I mean, they will. So they they do fine. But cats, their their system is a higher 
Okay. Who needs more protein to keep them healthy. So, okay. Okay. Okay, well, good. Right. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, have a good day. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you, too. Yeah, so uh, Dr. Karen Becker's real food for healthy dogs and cats. Simple homemade food. All right, so that's if you want that. I finally remembered to bring that book because I always I get that essay and then it's, it's it's just an easy title, but I got so many titles in my head. All of a sudden, I got you know I'm going through the library, going, okay, where's that book? Where's that book? <laughs> Are you seeing more people making um, their own pet food? I uh, yep, yeah, especially now when people got time. Sure. Because that's the healthiest thing you can right. do for your dog is to make your own food. But you also got to be aware to get that right calcium in for the you know for the dogs. Uh, that's a big thing. A lot of times people forget that. And too many people want to do like hamburger and rice, hamburger and noodles. You know, that's too much starch. Every once in a while, fine as a filler, but not on an everyday base. Okay. And another thing is, is potatoes. If you look at a lot of the um, the dehydrated foods, Grandma Lucy uses a lot of potatoes. And so that's a lot of starch. So that's not good for them either. You know, if you can use pumpkin, any squash, acorn squash, buttercup, uh, uh, spaghetti squash. Squash is awesome. What you can do is cook it up, scrape them out, and freeze them, and then use that as you're going for yourself and for the dogs because that's really good. You know, like how good canned pumpkin is. All the squashes are excellent, you know, for dogs and cats. Well, cats, just if they're having trouble going potty, uh, you know, that gives them a little fiber, a little bit more fiber so they can get going better. So, uh, but yeah, so any kind of squash, and this is the time right now to get those squashes, and a lot of people will buy pumpkins to cook them, and then parade them, and make their own, you know, pumpkin stuff. So if you're feeling that, Susie Homemaker, that it, that's great to do, buy your own pumpkins, and, and then do that, all right, so... Uh, it's it, it, there's so much you can do, and like I said, it, it's not a rocket science to feed a dog. It's really not. It's just you just got to remember is balance and variety over time, and time is one week, and that's just like with us humans. We don't every day make sure that we have all our A's, all our B's, all our C's, all our D's every single solitary day. What we try to do is, <coughs> excuse me, balance it over time in one week that we've done enough to keep our bodies healthy. But it's not just every single solitary day. All right. Okay, where are we at, ma'am? We have Suzanne, and she has a puppy that's having a hard time swallowing. Ooh, okay. Hey, Suzanne, how you doing? Oh, Katie, I'm doing pretty good. Yep. I have a three-and-a-half-pound dog who's three years old, and I babysit her. Okay. So when the mom brought her over today, she said she's having a hard time swallowing. Now, I've been listening to your show for a long, long time. I don't even have a puppy myself. However, you always talk about soft food. I notice they just eat her dry food. Yeah, no, it can't be dry food. I don't know the name. I know she goes to second dawn. Okay, why don't you hold on? Of course, here comes a break. So can you hold on and we'll discuss this more? Other people got the same question. Why couldn't the beaver work his computer? Why couldn't the beaver work his computer? We'll be back.